Hi, my name's David Page from Nottingham in the United Kingdom. It is my pleasure to tell you that from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of November 1st, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling, Teresa Eccles, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Max the Intern, back in the peanut gallery. In this week's show, Kathy is going to tell us about the new Legoland theme park that just recently opened here in Orlando. We're also going to talk about SeaWorld's Halloween Spooktacular this year. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the show, everybody. Um, I don't know. Does everybody else feel like, I don't know, we're disconnected? Just. It's Halloween. Yes. <laughs> it's well, it has weird. nothing to do with Halloween. <laughs> yeah. It just has to, like, my, you know, my, we're, there's, just, there's all sorts of stuff going on in my house right now, and, like, everything's in disarray, and it's absolutely rocking my world. You know, I can remember, like, you know, when I was younger, it didn't matter. I, you know, I, nothing, nothing like that ever bothered me. The older I get, you know, if my world changes by, you know, more than a certain amount, boy, I, I just, I can't hack it. I can't hack it. But having work done in your house is unbelievably disruptive. Exactly. Also. Having it people is. In your house it is. And, and it just it really gets to me. It really, Especially really Especially when me. you work from home. Exactly. We had guys install hardwood floors one time, and they didn't speak to each other. They clicked and whistled. I, that, <laughs> that's how they communicated. And I thought they were there almost all day one day, and I thought, I'm going to hit them with a ball-peen hammer if they don't stop <laughs> breaking clicking. I don't even like when the bug man comes over. He just stays outside. It's true. When anybody comes to our house, it's like, ah, panic. They come to mow the lawn, and the dogs go crazy, and yeah. you think, that's an interruption. Yeah. Yeah. My problem is there's a lot of stuff coming up. We have a lot of projects yeah. coming up, so it's like trying yeah. to just get everything in a row and get it. And you know, um, I've got all this stuff going on, and now you know, Travel Palooza 3.0 this year, you know, starts in a couple of days, and you know, I'm gone for a couple of weeks, and you know, there's all this stuff going on at the house while I'm gone, and that stresses me out because I'm not here. Yeah, what that's they, tough. What if they start doing something, and you know, I don't know, but. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Can we put to get to rest the rumor about our demise? News of our demise is greatly exaggerated. I, I'm not familiar with Oh, there are people out there who, oh, because yeah. we didn't do a show, they're convinced that this is the end. This of is the, the sign that we've jumped the shark. Really? That we're done. Mm-hmm. That we're not doing this anymore. That we're all terminally ill. Oh. Wow. Wow. I was because, not aware of that. Nope. Life just gets in the way sometimes, unfortunately. And it just, yeah. I mean, we. I apologize that we missed a few weeks, but you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I, I'll say this: it's going to happen more towards the end of the year. You yeah. have a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. You know, a I lot need. Of travel. You know, we need to remind everybody: this this show is not what we do for a living. Right. Okay. This is not what we do for a living. Um, and so you know, and we all do it in the same room together. We're not phoning in. Um, you know, we're not Skyping, we're not doing any of that. We're actually physically in the same room. And, you know, think about, you know, your lives and especially coming up on the holidays. Someone else asked me, someone, we talked about this the other day, and I said, imagine your job, not ours, their job. Now, imagine you're in your office and take six people out of the loop for five hours once a week. Mm Mm-hmm. In different offices. <laughs> right. That, that's, that's 30 hours. Six people at five hours, that's 30 hours. 30 man hours a week, yep. Mm-hmm. That is away from what we actually do. So it's, it's... Not that we don't enjoy it. Right. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we love doing the show. That's we why love... we keep coming back and trying to make it work. I you mean, know? If we didn't love it, we just go by the wayside. So again, that's not a complaint. It's just that you have to understand that when we're not here... It's usually because those 30 man hours either can't be away or something else has been come up. And, you know, it just occurs to me also that, we, you know, we've said this so many times in five years that, you know, it's just it's always going to be an issue when we don't have a show up. And I, I get it. I get and I love that you guys love the show that much that it bothers you when it's not there. I really do. I appreciate that. I honestly do. But, you know, it's just a reality. 
some some weeks we're just not going to be able to do a show, and it's not going to be we're not going to be able to plan it, and that's just how it is. I, I apologize for it, but that's how it is. So, but it's nice to see all you guys. I haven't yeah. seen you in yeah, really. a while. Teresa um, hasn't seen people in a while. Apparently, I know. <laughs> we got here today. Think about it. When was the last time you saw anybody but me? Oh yeah. I don't know. It doesn't bother me any. Actually, I could be locked in my office for three weeks and be just fine. As long as I threw food in the door, it's okay. Exactly. Once in a while. So, what do we have for housekeeping? I have a few things over here. Um, we got a nice little package from Tara Lenhart. She sent some Alani, an Alani um, Christmas ornament and pendant that she made out of fused glass. Oh, very cool. Very cool. It's really cool. Oh, wow. Really I thought creative. the ornament was a pendant when I pulled that. I said, ooh, Mr. T, who's going to wear that one? That but they're is cool, awesome. Yeah. Yep. It looks that like neat? the Alani logo made out of... I'm always yeah, impressed when people can do things like that. Yeah, yeah really. Cool. Yeah. Really cool. And we also um, got a package from... Pull it up here. I'll help you. Help me. Karen and Kay. Karen Adamakis and Kay Lennon. Yeah, goodies. Who were with us in uh, in London and Paris. Little package. On the boards, Karen is a purple brat. A purple brat. And she has uh, made us some homemade goodies. What's Thank the you, story Karen. of Thank her you, board Karen. name, you wonder? I was wondering. She loves purple. She loves purple. Oh, Everything is purple. Her and Christmas tree is purple. And she's a brat? I, Not, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Well, Stella saw it. And she said, oh, the brat doll. You know, she's thinking. No, no. I'm a purple fan, too. She's she just a big fan of purple. Every yeah. day, and she wears a lot of Well, you're purple because of LSU. Well, there you go. And we love Karen's mom. It's Ferris's oh, yeah. first color he can see. Karen, Karen was so everybody cool. Was ado- everybody adopted Karen's mom. Oh, she was so oh, cool. cool. We loved her. It was great uh, spending time with them in, in Europe. Well, goodies are always appreciated. And yes. Thank well, thank you, you both so. for that. That was very nice. I have a whole bunch of Dizzapalooza updates. Um, first of all, I want to let people know that registration for the event is officially closed. No more registration. We are done. Um, we are going to be sending out credentials to everybody who signed up. They're probably going to start to go out the middle of November, so they should reach, they should reach you well enough time for the party. Is there a rhyme or reason, or are they just going to get them when they get them? Well, we're going to try to send them all out around the same time, and they're just going to get them when they get them. So don't panic if you don't get them November 15th. Right. It all goes on your social security number. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> it's all based on... Mine will be early then, because I'm like two. It's not a tax refund. <laughs> right, it's not a tax refund. The second thing I want to mention is we have um, a date and time for our live podcast. It's going to be that Sunday at 10 a.m. at the Swan, at the, actually at the Dolphin Hotel. And we've got, uh, it is the Dolphin, right, Teresa? I've got the information up on the thread, yeah, and we'll post on the, the show notes page. So please come by and join us for our live show that day. Um, we're going to ask that everybody show up on time. Actually try to come there about a half hour early so we can get you in, get you seated, because we do have to stop on time. We only have the room for a certain amount of time. And folks here have some other obligations. They I was just going to say, everybody has something, to, some place to be later that afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we really do have to stop. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I, and I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the scheduling of this because, you know, I'm getting married. We have Dizzapalooza that night. And then, like, 4.30 a.m., apparently, we have to be at, at the Dolphin. <laughs> well, for, I said Whoa. 10 a.m. 4.30. Well, I mean, we're starting this yeah. thing at like 8 o'clock in the morning, aren't we? No, no, no. We're starting it. We're starting the actual recording at 10 a.m. Uh, 8, 10. <laughs> right. it's, it's all academic for me. It's so. all before the sun is high in the but sky. But we have to be there at 8.30? Well, we have to be there early so we can test the equipment. Gosh. Are you trying to not make his head explode? I am trying to, I'm trying to <laughs> soften the blow is what I'm trying to do. And finally, uh, concerning Dizzapalooza, we have a new sponsor. Uh, the Buena Vista Suites has uh, generously... Stepped up to be a sponsor for the event, helped mm-hmm. offset some of the costs for mailing out the credentials. So we want to thank Buena Vista Suites, a uh, good friend to the podcast, a good friend to the site for, for many, 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 we many thank years. Thank them enough for stepping up. They're I mean, good folks. Very early on in the uh, in the in the in the life of the Diz, uh, Buena Vista Suites was one of our first advertisers. Actually, it was actually their sister hotel, Caribe Royale, was. The, Advertiser number two really? on the Diz. Mm. And then uh, I, I was going to say about a year later, um, and this was like really early on. This was like right after John and I moved to Orlando. Um, then about, about a year later, uh, Buena Vista Suites came on, and we've, you know, we've had a great relationship with them. So 
Of course, you know, we have a financial relationship with them, so I want to be clear about that. But And speaking of that, um, the rates right now for Buena Vista Suites, there's a lot of dates in November that are only $89. There's six days in December that are 88 other 94 109 and that always comes with the free buffet breakfast, shuttles to the park, um, excellent, comfortable rooms. I stayed there last summer for a couple nights. Rooms are beautiful. Rooms are beautiful and comfortable. The beds are just absolutely amazing. You're only about a mile and a half from the main gate at Disney. And um, right now, we just started a new promo today with Dreams, where if you book your room by November 23rd and travel between November 1st, November 16th, and then again November 27th to December 2nd, December 16th to 25th, and January 2nd to March 4th, every two nights that you book, you get a $50 food and beverage credit for uh, Vista Bistro. So if you stay two nights, you get 25 bucks. Four nights, 50 Where? bucks. Vista Bistro. Bistro. That's hard to say. say it again. It is hard to say. And that's an excellent place to eat. It is. It's right there off the lobby. Food is amazing. So basically you have breakfast and dinner taken care of. Right. Wow. And if you stay, like I said, Every two nights you get twenty five dollar credit. So, I have family that have stayed there and they love it. It's just it's it's a nice little cozy. Quaint. It is. The food is excellent. Room service is good too and quick. I mean, you just can't beat. I just love it. So we want to thank them very much. Can we add um, on Dizapalooza why there's no merchandise? Can we talk about that? Sure, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Let's air our dirty laundry. It's actually not our dirty laundry. Um, Corey developed a very cool logo for Dizapalooza this year. Um, it's awesome. He put a lot of work into it. We had to run everything past Universal for approval, and Universal says they don't like the logo. Um, it's too much like a Harry Potter logo. We don't understand why they're saying that. It implies that we are highly affiliated uh, affiliated with the Harry Potter brand. Right. So we are unable to use that logo on any merchandise. Um, Even though it was all done from scratch. Right. And it does not say <laughs> Universal. It does not say Harry Potter on it anywhere. I'm withholding comment until after the event. I was just going to say. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you something. Like, if you wanna... guys want to hear an epic rant, if you guys want to hear an epic rant, show up for the live show. I just, want, I just want to let people know that's why there's no merchandise. <laughs> right. you know, I, I, des- I designed this logo to, you know, for merchandise to make it look really Beautiful. cool on shirts. Yeah. So that's been thrown out the window, people. Sorry. Wow. So I just want to let you know, I'm also going to make uh, a special request. Like we can't control people, but if you've already saved that logo and are planning to make merchandise, your own shirts out of it, please don't. We may get some flack from Universal I'll about it. I'll drag you out. Yeah, so let's, you know what? We're very disappointed that this is the stance they took on this. We didn't think we were doing anything wrong, but that's what you do, deal with when yeah. you deal with a company like that. We also have to talk. Well, it's what, it's what you get when you deal with a company Uh-oh. who oh. <laughs> uh, can't actually produce anything that they own. They have to license everything because they have they don't have the creative talent to work their way out of a goddamn paper bag. Let me That's make the why. final okay. payment on the event first. <laughs> <laughs> but you're talking about people making their own little stuff with logo on it. Remember the first disciplines we had, and I think it was Nancy Johnson that showed up with little tattoos. Mm-hmm. I remember and she that. Pulled the back of my pants down, trying to put a little tattoo on my hip. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The well, the, I remember that. A, well, the thing times. about the first is a Palooza logo <laughs> is that there's a hidden Mickey in that, right. and it really doesn't fit with this event. So, you know, I wanted something completely different to fit with the event. Apparently, it fits the, too good. I love that logo. You did. It's cool. Oh, it's so cool. Maybe it's we do cool. some after after event merchandise. <laughs> also, we need to talk about the transportation. <clears throat> People need to realize that the transportation really is inflexible. That you can't change your location. If you told us you were going to be picked up in spot A, you can't decide that dinner reservations are at spot C and you'd rather be picked up there. Once we, and now that this is set in stone, if you want to ride to the, uh, to the party, you have to be where you said you were going to be. How's transportation working? I never, I mean, is it, you got buses that you're mm-hmm. picking people up at where yeah. they're staying? Or? We've, we've contracted with a bus company that's going to uh, have three buses. They're going to go to a group of hotels. They're going to pick people up and they're going to drop them backstage at Universal. You guys didn't come with us to do the, to do mm-hmm. the walkthrough. It's actually really cool. People are going to be dropped off right behind Sinbad. They're going to people from the front of the park and the back of the park. Yeah, you get all to see what a crappy attraction looks like from from behind <laughs> and in front. Oh, gosh. People from the who go to the front gate as well as the buses are going to be staged, quote unquote, in the in an area outside of Sinbad, and then everyone's going to get to come in together 
and we're going to greet everybody as they walk through oh, the cool. front of, univer- of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And I uh, just want to let you know if you're going to be driving, please make sure you're at the front gates of Islands of Adventure by 9 p.m. because that's when they're going to start to walk people back. And also, if you are taking your own vehicle, you are going to have to pay to park. Current rate supply. That's exciting. It's like update. A, what, 40 mm-hmm. days away or something? 40 something? I know. It's getting close, and we're getting the, the details worked out. So that's always good. I'm excited. My grandma's Epic. flying in. Flying for the first time. She'll be oh, at the wow. party. That's so cool. For yeah. the first time? She's never flown before. We've been <gasps> trying like to convince her forever. My mom waited, flew once and hated it. Epic. Epic rant. Epic. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Epic. I have something else in housekeeping. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, vinylmations and how these little things are evil. <laughs> I think I've Are they coming to uh, life. Or well, what? I've expressed on the show that I think they're weird and they're Are they creepy. To you? Well, I bought. I'm, I'm kind of hooked. Uh-oh. Uh There you go. Just a little. I'm just a Julie little. Julie said it was going to happen. Well, I'm just a little hooked. Julie said it was going to happen. My intention was that I was only going to buy the, all the Donald Duck ones, and then I saw there was a Mardi Gras one. Then I saw there was a computer one. Then I saw there was a Tiger one. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just get the ones that kind of fit my personality. <laughs> oh, it never ends. Buy the box, Corey. No, what I did, what I did, I bought a case that holds 24, and I said, once the case fills up, uh-huh. I'm done. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. I said that about a pin book 10 years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, Have you I'm seen done. the new Vinylmations? The park characters? They're really cute. They've broken away from that Mickey mold, you know, where they everything had a fit on that Mickey. And there's a bride from the Haunted Mansion. There's the... Um, there's Figment. Yeah, there's Figment. See, if they start changing the look of them, I, that might be dangerous for me. Have you seen... Because the look always from, turning um, off. Really Blizzard cute. Beach, the little alligator. Yeah. There's one from It's a Small World. See, those won't fit in my case. So they, so they don't all look fit. like little Mickeys all no. lined up with different They're actually... Characters in the park from attractions and stuff like Abraham That's, Lincoln from the Hall of Presidents. But guess why I had to buy a second 24 case? Because Julie <laughs> wants to do her own case. <laughs> All of a Disney sudden, Ferris and Finley see? are going to be sleeping in the shed <laughs> and we're going to have a animation room. That's all right. Community college is a good way to start. <laughs> Those things oh are gosh, evil. Oh my gosh, they are. Yeah, Kathy and I need to talk in housekeeping about our little fundraiser we got going for Give Kids the World. What are we up to now, Kathy? Over eleven hundred dollars. Nice, eleven hundred bucks. It's called a couple of white chicks in the mud or something like that. <laughs> two two chicks who don't walk, ride bikes, or get dirty. Yep. Raising money for Give Kids the World. What's your goal? Five thousand. Five thousand. Awesome. Get dirty. And we're on, we're about a fourth of the way there. Yeah, so awesome. awesome. And, and we've been doing some training. We got a couple of ideas. Um, one was for Dizzapalooza. Kathy, you want to tell them what you come up with for? Oh, we wanted, well, we're going to do, along the way, we want to do a virtual walk with everybody. And we thought maybe we'd have some kind of, like, walk when everybody's here for Dizzapalooza. If you just pay a couple dollars, walk with us. Yeah. You know, What's the virtual part of this? That When we do the virtual one, it's just going to be, you know. Just give you money? Pick a, pick a certain time, you know. <laughs> Pretend. Feel, feel like you want to give a couple dollars. That's all we're asking. We're not asking even the like time. I think charge. they should pin the dollars on you. You know, like oh, you yeah. at wedding receptions. That kind of makes it more of a stripper <laughs> thing. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think Johnson the- was sticking stuff in your pants. Why not dollar bills? <laughs> but the virtual, you know, we all pick a time and like a Saturday morning and we know we're all walking at the same time that we're not together. Mm-hmm. And I Will thought you be able to see me? No, I won't be able to participate. see. <laughs> and another idea I was trying to figure out is um, maybe, I don't know if you can help us with this, John, having a, like a chat time where we charge a little cover charge to come in to chat and talk about, talk to us, you know, like a dollar cover charge at the door. We don't have a, I don't think we have a, 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 a mechanism to do that. To control who would be in chat. Yeah. Well, I could take names and then well, I call them know. If they haven't paid their dollar cover charge, I'll bounce them out. There you go. I think that, I, mean, I don't know, just something, a little fun little thing. And we've both been posting videos. Yeah, um, our walking videos. And that, Does this remind anybody else of that Saturday Night Live thing where the two women work for NPR? I'm getting no, I'm getting more of a Comic-Con feel out of it. We're like, <laughs> Leonard Nimoy charges a dollar for his autograph. Yeah. <laughs> charge a dollar to come chat with us. We're just trying to keep it, keep you know, it fresh uh, and keep we're it... We're over uh, the $50,000 mark. I, I was going to say that for, for Give Kids the World. That's amazing. Yeah, There's that's also awesome. a thread on the boards. The Give Kids the World Christmas cards are out. Mm-hmm. And I feel that we've been responsible for bringing these to people's attention. 
So I've told people that if they buy Christmas cards, just post in that thread, and I will make sure that that amount gets tallied in with what we've already raised. And we still have a couple of Give Kids the World events coming up. We've got one on November the 12th in Virginia. I'll be there. You're going to that one? Walter won't, but I will. Oh, he's not going? No. There's one in Tennessee. It was February the 12th, but I was reading that thread, and they might be changing the weekend that they do that because they have an exciting new place that they might be able to get. And uh, which one is that now? That's the one in Tennessee, in Nashville. In February? Yeah, in February. And then we still have Tony, who's going to run in the Tinkerbell Half Marathon. He needs some money in his Some love. Yep, so that he'll run in his tutu for the event. All right, our first news story. PETA sues SeaWorld for slavery. I oh. did this one. I did this one on the on the uh, solo show. All right. Then we'll skip it. But Oh, yeah. Remember when wow. we listened to that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> back when we listened to the show that Pete did by himself. I listened to it. It was good. So you didn't do the ones I sent you? I put all that effort into those other ones and you didn't do them? <laughs> yeah. You know, that copy and paste, boy. That's, uh... <laughs> hey, speaking of the news you did, the train does leave the tracks. <laughs> Yes. Am I right? What are you talking Apparently, about? Apparently, well, because there was an incident at Disneyland Paris yeah. mm-hmm. on the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. See? The See? train jumped the tracks. I thought of you when I, I read that. I was just speechless. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I was right not to ride that thing for all those years. I could you were in you Paris? It's no. the Paris one. There's a there's an area in Paris one that's now had two accidents. The Paris one is well, a death trap. Don't ride that one. It's only a matter of time before it hits Orlando. It's made by the same people that the Eurostar. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then on to my second story since the first one's dead in the water. Disney's heading to Russia. The Disney company has worked for three years to launch a version of their Disney Channel in Russia, and it looks like they are one step closer. The Wall Street Journal reported that Disney said it has reached a deal as a joint venture between Disney and UTH, UTH Russia, a media holding company. UTH's 7TV is to become the Disney Channel. Disney will own 49% and UTH will have 51%. That's Hannah Montana, comrade. <laughs> the, journal reports that, <laughs> the Journal reports that Disney looks poised for success for a fundamental reason. Disney is an irresistible force. Russians may resent American political practices at times, but everyone loves Mickey Mouse. If the venture succeeded, media companies would begin studying... Boy. Th- <laughs> Do you know when the tea kettle starts to boil and you can see it starts to shake on the stove? <laughs> what does that mean? The tea kettle's boiling. <laughs> Pete is boiling? No, not really. I just, you know... The reason it's going to be successful in... In Russia is probably a because it'll be in color. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, second, I mean, you know, do we do we hear a lot about you know the great stuff coming off of Russian television? Is it is it <laughs> I mean, going to be? It'll just be something different. That'll that alone. I mean, yeah, you but know, getting Cody everybody and Zach loves on board. Or is it going to be our shows over there? Or are they going to make their own shows? No, like, they'll they probably make their own shows. When we were in Ooh. France, we saw the Disney Channel in France, and it's like all their stars, all their own programming. And their I humor. Give, and their humor. And yes, stuff. their yeah. humor very much. I give Disney credit. I give the people at the Disney Channel credit. They are very brave in that they know they've, they've figured out how to go into other markets like this. I mean, this is something Well, that really remains hard. to be seen. Well, no, they went into, they've been into... Uh, uh, South America, they're very okay. prominent in South Put America. Put a Disney Channel in Pakistan <laughs> that works. And then. Zach and Cody on waterboard. <laughs> <laughs> Minis Burka. I just think, I, I think that for any company that makes this launch. The sweet life of infidels. <laughs> <laughs> Other no, that's wrong. Like this is very brave. So wrong. <laughs> Goofy has a jihad. <laughs> Goofy's jihad. Okay, they're going to write to us. Stop. <laughs> <coughs> I love Muslims. Muslims are my favorite people. All right, how did we get from Russia to this? I don't know, but <laughs> really? the last time we did this, I got, we got death threats. Just stop. <laughs> All, right. All right. Did you do, no, next news story, did you do the, the body at Epcot? No. Okay. Did I do the body at Epcot? That really, that really that sounds messed up. Food and wine classic. A dead body was found in Disney parking lot. 
Early Tuesday morning, October 25th, a security guard found a dead body in a Walt Disney World parking lot. The body was found around 1 a.m. The Orange County Sheriff's Office have not released details on the body's identity or cause of death, but did say it was not a homicide. Um, this particular parking lot at Epcot is used by cast members and is not near the theme parks or hotels. That's really sad. Mm-hmm. The, first, the body was in the car. The, the original news story made it sound like it was dropped from a plane. Yeah, it was something. like it was laying in the bushes or I something. I was getting there. The, the body was that of a 56-year-old woman who was found in a vehicle. Oh. So, so we still don't know? No, I, I tried to do some research and find out if there's any updates on it. No one's released any Took a break and something happened to her? Or? I thought that was sort of strange that we haven't heard a lot about it. Right. Well, because it's probably, it's probably something like you know, natural causes. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's, that's not sexy, so yeah. we won't. Mm-hmm. Um, you think someone would have reported somewhere, but it's, it's sad. Very weird. Yeah, it's very that sad. is sad. I mean, Die. we only assume that it's a cast member who was leaving at the end of an evening. And Die alone in your car at Disney. Yeah. Very, very sad. It is sad. That's the end of my news. Bring us you, down, you, John. You went out on a break. I did. Really? Well, I'm interested to see what happens with this, uh, you know, Disney, uh, the Disney Universe video game that's just been released. Um, you know, we've been seeing things about it. I saw it in Best Buy the other day. I didn't um, pick it up. The game consists of six worlds based on films, Monsters, Inc., Aladdin, Pirates of the Caribbean, Alice in Wonderland, Wally, and Lion King. Players participate as their favorite Disney character by putting on a strange, large-headed suit. Uh, when players first start the game, there are six suits to choose from, but as the game unfolds, you can unlock up to 45 different characters. Each character comes equipped with its own strengths and weaknesses. Uh, the game is rated E10+, plus, suitable for ages 10 and up. Plus some mild, mild cartoon violence. Uh, early users of the game say there is a lot of battling involved, and players must hit bad guys to make them disappear. The game mm-hmm. is full of puzzles, so it could be frustrating younger players or me, uh, who may be enticed by the Disney label. The game is available on several different platforms, including Wii, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and PC. I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. Because, you know, I just. I just started playing uh, 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 Epic Mickey again, just so like from the beginning. That was the last big one that came out. That right? was such a great game. Was I that just Ep- last year? I thought Epic Mickey was kind of violent too at some points. No, 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 no. He only uh, he uses paint and thinner to like. There was no like to melt them. Sheets poison on them <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you could either do good or you could do bad. You could hit them with thinner to get rid of them, or you could hit them with paint to make them your friends. That always makes people your friends. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I thought Epic Mickey was a great game, so I'll I'll try it. I'll I try. I realized something about myself. I'm not a video game kind of guy. I am. You like that? I like that Musketeer. What is that no, called? it was Mouse Animal Crossing? Farm. Oh, Adam- Animal Crossing. Animal Farm. <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I thought it was Animal Farm. <laughs> you to play as the pigs. <laughs> Taking over. I, I liked it because I had an eye surgery and couldn't do anything else. <laughs> It I was, liked Animal Crossing because it was it was like your own little people in your own little world. It was, but then I got bored with it and started teaching my animals to say bad things. <laughs> well, that's what Pete, he'd come to my village and curse and say all other kinds of stuff. Well, that was the other thing. And, I, you know, people wanted their code so we, I could bury stuff for them and they could come dig it up. I'm sorry, just no. <laughs> I'm not a game person either. I'm just not. Maybe if we got a Wii, I might get into that. Uh, we got one know. of those, too. Yeah, the Wii. Yeah. It's no more fun. <laughs> I love my PlayStation 3. I really do. That's my favorite one right now. I love my Apple TV. I know that's apropos of nothing, but I thought we were sharing. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. All right. Well, thank you for the news, John. Um, Move on to Rapid Fire. Who would like to go first? I will. Nobody (laughs) say anything? I'm going to like it for you. You were going to. Okay. I will. Over here. Uh Uh-huh. Um, this one's kind of an odd thing. Over but here, like she didn't she needs semaphore flags. <laughs> Megabus is coming to Orlando. What is that? Um, Megabus? Megabus. Megabus. A bust. But a new strip club. Yeah. Megabus. Um, Atlanta has added 11 new cities, and Orlando's one of them. You can get on the Megabus from Orlando, pay $1. And go to Jacksonville, Gainesville, or Atlanta, where you can catch another bus and pay another dollar and go to another city. It's all over the 
Midwest, the East, and the Southeast. What is this a social England. experiment? No. <laughs> it's transportation. It's transportation. Is you can get like, to Orlando. Why is it a dollar? It, it's actually $1.50 because it's $50 handling charge. Too. 50, 50, cents. 50 cents handling charge. So, and some of them Okay, are, why is it a dollar fifty? anything, Because you're on a freaking bus. <laughs> you're on a freaking bus. But sometimes it's $3, sometimes it's $5. I checked out. But, that's, but that's, there's no way it's they can way, make money. Way, way, way. I'm telling you. How but are they making money? Is it like some gigantic bus that holds like 1,000 people? And yes, that's it's why. like Other a big people, shuttlecraft. Other people have to sit <laughs> on your lap. I was thinking, because Max was telling me about this last week, and I'm like, no. do you have to do things? <laughs> there's, a, there's a pole in the middle. I got to warn you now. It's there like, is not a first-class section of the bus. <laughs> but it's a buck, though. I mean... It's cheap transportation. If you need to, you could go to Atlanta to go Christmas shopping. Okay. What's the catch? There is no catch. Teresa, do you take the bus now? No, but I'm sending Max to Atlanta to test this out well, for one buck. Is it is it a government project that's bring your dance to the, bring your dance no. pants, Max? No, but listen. So that's what I'm saying. Is that is this why it's so cheap? Because maybe it's government subsidized. I don't think it is. Megabus.com. Look it up, and it's. Right now, they're giving away 10 free rides Low speed between rail. November 16th. <laughs> they are big <laughs> Listen, between November 16th and December 16th, if you put in the code ALT10K, you can get the ride for free, 50 cents. I think we need to do a... And four quarters, tough. Ladies, Atlanta is eight hours away. What's an eight-hour? It would be an eight-hour yeah. car ride if you were driving. It would, but I can stop the car and go to the bathroom when I want. You're going to be on well, the bus. Well, the bus stops in Gainesville. There's well, a potty on the bus. Well, may, it's a like, buck. I'm just saying, it's a cheap way to get somewhere... You can get because I figured out. I'm like, well, how far north can I get? It goes into Canada too. I could take a, a listen. I could take a dollar bus from Orlando to Atlanta, get on another bus for a buck, and go to Memphis, get on another bus for another buck, and go to St. Louis, and be within an hour of my parents for three and a half dollars. It's interesting. How much is your mental health worth? I'm just saying. It's a cheap way to travel. It's a cheap way well, to get well, somewhere. Also, I guess if you fly out of Atlanta, if you yeah. if, you're, if you're in Orlando and you find a great you can leave Toronto. You can leave Toronto, and I'm not saying this is a dollar. It might be three dollars. Might be five dollars. I've seen some of them up it's to eleven dollars. You can leave Toronto and get to the Buffalo Airport and then fly. I mean, because it stops at the Buffalo Airport. There's it a goes lot to of Raleigh. On this list of where it goes, That's, it's just before it's just you agree to Atlanta. I would start someplace closer, like Gainesville. Okay, it's just interesting. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There has got to be a catch somewhere. Well, there's got to, they're, they're going to, you're going to have to sit and spend eight hours watching advertising, something. I mean, they cannot make money charging people $1.50 to go from Orlando to Atlanta. It's also all over England. And oh, well, that, that, you can get that to makes, England for a dollar? Yeah. <laughs> That's a long bus ride. But how interesting is that? I just saw this on the news last week, Megabus coming to Orlando, and I'm like, okay, what's Megabus? All right, well, they're, they're large buses. They're double-decker seaters, oh. but they're not anything that's, you know. And they're, they're some kind of sports advertising, too, where you can you, you go as a group to see a sports team somewhere. You know, I mean. I think that sounds sort of cool. I think it's Sunday. Yeah, you can do that. I don't Travel know. Travel for as low as $1. The SEC championship. You have to book it via the internet Atlanta. to get the dollar rate. Isn't it interesting, though? Free Wi-Fi at seat plug-ins. Okay. Um, Megabus fares start from, this is from Wikipedia, from $1 U.S. Uh, with a booking fee of $0.50 cents U.S. Uh, on the Internet. Megabus follows the yield management model typically used by airlines where the lowest fares are offered to those who book early. Normally, only two seats are sold for $1 per schedule. So the less popular schedules tend to be less expensive. Also, mirroring the low-cost airline model, some locations of stops are on public streets at park and ride lots or shopping centers. Stops may also be outside railroad stations or transportation centers uh, yeah, picks in major you up cities. At some hotel here and drops you off at the Mark tickets, Station in Atlanta. Tickets must be purchased in advance via the website or by telephone. Uh, upon purchase, passengers are given a reservation number, which they show to the bus operator when they board. In the United States, tickets are normally not available from the bus operator, can be, can be purchased from ticket agents at the Penn Station stop in New York City. Um, Interesting concept, though, isn't it? All Megabus coaches are <laughs> equipped with Wi-Fi. So, all right, there are two seats for a dollar. But every t- I checked several different days and times mm-hmm. Between now and the end of the year, going to and from Atlanta from here, and there was always a dollar seat. Book it now. 
One way to save. What happens when it's not a dollar? Do you know what the, the next well, price Well, some of them were is? three. It was, let's see, in November, from here to Atlanta, because that's the one I was checking, is a dollar to three dollars. Uh, around Christmas time, it went up to five dollars. Um, some of the cities, I think out east, some of the stuff connecting to New York was like eleven dollars or five dollars. I don't know. Something doesn't smell right. Well, maybe it's you know maybe someone's trying a business model that eventually will be more expensive. Yeah, remember, remember, People Express. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, who knows what? What the- was the man's name that went along with that? It was like Sam Snead or something like that. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, I can't I remember know. his name. There was a name. It was somebody. I just thought it sounded interesting. Well, I think that if you are looking for an extremely cheap way to travel and you don't mind riding on a bus. It's like Ted Bundy's People Express or something like that. I don't know. I just There's people that come to Disney on a bus. Yeah. So there's a cheaper way to... I don't know. There. I just thought it sounded... I want to send it's, Max I mean, check it out. I, there's, it's intriguing, but you know, I hope you see him again. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's I don't like, know. I just thought it was interesting. He's going to be wearing pigtails and <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> And dancing for Bubba. He's not going to Mississippi. In Toronto. In Toronto. <laughs> I don't know. It's I just, just found a big it, Ponzi scheme. I just found it interesting. It and she, and this, I don't know. Well, England, be, Canada. Best of luck to you there, Max. <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice knowing you, Max. All right. Thank you, Teresa. Corey Patrick. Uh, I mentioned this a few months ago. The, the Walt Disney World Speedway will soon be home to an all-new exotic car experience. And there was also going to be a... A unique exotics car course, so you're not going to be in the regular course. Uh, the attraction is going to open in January, which I'm really looking forward to. They're going to feature supercars by Ferrari, Lamborghini, Audi, Porsche, as well as Corvette. Um, details haven't been released yet, but they're taking surveys right now. So if you're interested in this, you can go to projectexotic.com, and they're collecting feedback from Disney enthusiasts. People on our boards are going crazy over I this. I am going nuts over it. I can't wait. There's no way I'm going to be able to keep Walter from it now. I mean, I've been, I w- I've been able to put my foot down with the, the regular racing. I'm telling you, you're not doing it. Do you, you think know? they have the seatbelt extenders on the Porsche? <laughs> <laughs> so I can strap in. Yeah, if you go to the website, you can sign up. Um, you know, to be on their mailing list, and they'll send you new stuff as it comes out. But there's also a survey where you can you can select different cars that you would like to see there. But these are the ones they're definitely going to feature. They're definitely going to be a Ferrari, Lamborghini, and you still have to crawl through the windows to get in. No, they're regular cars, right? They're regular production. And wear your oh yeah, same retardant suit. Yeah, they're they're definitely. I want the Ford Taurus. <laughs> you can I used to have one of those. I loved my Taurus. The Ford Edge ride. You can ride my car, Have drive you seen my the new Range then? Rover? The cute little Range Rover. It looks like a Mini Cooper. It's called Evoke. It's cute. I haven't seen it. I think this um, this attraction is going to be really, really big. I mean, I'm not into NASCAR, and I really have no desire to drive a NASCAR, but I have a desire to do this. It's smart marketing. Smart marketing. Remember when uh, Epcot used to have the the car show every year in their parking lot? We mm-hmm. went one year and we drove a Corvette and we oh, drove yeah. a, oh, a Hummer, yeah. a range, uh, a Hummer, and Car a range and Driver Hummer. magazine came out. So and it was very, it was a very popular event. So and it was free. Cool. Thank you, Corey. Kevin Close. I'm going to plug my ABD trips that are going. We, the Backstage Magic trip in July has sold out. We have a wait list. Uh, that trip, I, I met. There's no more reservations available for that, but there are reservations for our Italy trip. Uh, starting May 24th for eight nights, three in, three in Rome, three in Tuscany, and two in Venice. And there, it, we, we don't have a contract yet, but we expect a contract very soon, and we'll be opening up our London-Paris, Disneyland-Paris trip starting October 8th. Let me give some prices. You want to give some prices for Italy? No, go ahead. Okay. $4,489, $4,489 per adult based on double occupancy. Four thousand two hundred sixty-nine per child, and six thousand two hundred eighty-nine per adult in a single. This is an incredible trip. This is a trip we did many years ago, and we still talk about it. It's One of our uh, longtime listeners just went on the trip, and um, Marilee has just gotten back. And Marilee, I said before she went, I kept saying, Marilee, you're going to talk about this trip forever and she said to me the people in her office are tired of hearing her talk about it so and we have some exciting news go ahead tell them we are going on the same trip for christmas this year cool it's an abd trip it's an abd trip um they've they've modified it a little bit because of the weather and because of the holiday but we're going to be going over christmas 
will actually be in Florence on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Because of the weather possibilities, they take out the hotel in Tuscany and you get to spend three nights in Florence. And part of what this is going to do for us is this is going to let us um, work on our May trip. We've got some ideas. Um, There's a day where you spend the whole day at uh, a villa in Tuscany. A quiet day, they call it. quiet day in Tuscany. And some people have said, well, what can we do that day? So we're going to check out some options for folks. With like having hot, half-naked Italian men feed us olives? I don't think that's one of the options. Interesting. (laughs) However, um, I understand just as an idea that it's very easy to rent transportation and we could do a trip to Pisa. That's only an hour away. We could do a trip back into Florence, which is about a half hour away, if people wanted to shop, if they didn't have enough time on that first day. We could go to a Tuscan farm market in the morning and then go someplace else in the wow. afternoon. So we're, do so we're working on there, yeah. we're working on options for people. Okay. Fun. There's a pashmina I wanted in Florence I didn't get. Can you pick it up from sure. me? If you describe it and tell okay. me where it was, I'll try. Uh, we really wrestled with the fact that should we, could we, will we go away for Christmas? And we've decided that we really have no commitments here. Life has changed in the last couple of years. So um, this will be a start of a something new. This will be a distraction yeah. and something new for the holiday. I think it's a wonderful thing yeah. for you guys to do this year in particular. We're getting excited about it. At first it was a little nervous and it was a little weird, but now we're getting very excited about it. We realize that we really don't have winter weather clothes. So there's been some clothes shopping. Yeah. Um, uh, how'd you do on airfare? We Actually, really well. Yeah. I found first-class airfare from here to Rome uh, through Atlanta. And then from Venice. Now, in Venice, I have to, we have to make a stop in Charles de Gaulle. I couldn't find even a one-stop flight. If I went to a one-stop flight, the airfare jumped $2,200. Yeah. Wow. So if I added a second stop, Venice, Charles de Gaulle, Charles de Gaulle, Atlanta, Atlanta, Orlando, we found first-class airfare for $2,500. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now, I also, but at the same time, a coach seat for that same exact flight was $1,600. And because John and I like some room, we were talking about buying three seats. So we're talking about $4,800. Versus $5,500. Yeah. $5,000. And the other nice thing is if you buy the first class seats, there's... Um, the luggage restrictions are far more lenient. Oh, yeah. First of all, you get three pieces. Are you flying Delta? Yes. Three pieces, 75 pounds each if you're in first. Plus your two carry-ons. So. It, that, that makes it easier without having to worry about weight restrictions on luggage and things mm-hmm. like that. So there was a lot of pluses. Cool. Cool. I'm glad you're doing it. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be nice. About so it. if you're interested in going with us, now John and I will have a full report when we come back. We're going to be going December 19th through the 28th. If And, and when we come back, we'll do a full report on the show. Um, if you're interested in going to Italy with us in May, Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel. Now, uh, one of our listeners has posted the links to the first three shows John and I did for the 2006 trip. We did six separate episodes, and no, you can't. Can we um, find? Do you know what happened there. to the last three I don't episodes? Know. Well, if you'd like to hear the first three. That'll give you a taste of what we're talking about. Now, I understand this trip also has been modified a little bit. There's not as it's there's shuttle buses and things along that line. So, mega buses. There's no yes, mega buses. <laughs> yes, you can go to your, from your hotel to the Coliseum for forty one dollars, forty one euros. All right, thank you, Kevin. John, just want to mention that uh, the booking window for free dining at Walt Disney World has been extended to December seventeenth. So, if you didn't get a chance to book your free dining package, a um, bunch of dates still left in two thousand eleven, uh, no- November twelfth through the seventeenth, November twenty sixth through December first, December tenth through the fifteenth, and then a whole bunch of dates in two thousand twelve um, through the end of March. So, we thought it was going to be over. And Disney has ex- decided to extend the booking window. So, telling, mm-hmm. telling in, in many different ways. It's telling. I mean, it must be working for them. It must be a promotion that works for them. But it's but also obviously something they need it's because they need you know we all know that yeah. they don't do it unless it's really necessary. And that first bout of it must not have filled the resorts the way they wanted to. Well, I think the I, I, you know 
I think free dining will be successful to a point, but I think it's gotten to the point where people have like been there, done that. They're going to need to come up with something different to attract, to attract people to do it. Although, I mean, free dining is a great, is a, you know, it's a great deal. I mean, no, there's no two ways about it. You're getting your food for free. So it's a great deal, but all right. Kathy, what do you have? I have starting October 26th. Now Disney requires a credit card to hold your dining reservations, and that is at 1900 Park Fair, Ockershoes, Artist Point, California Grill, Cape May Cafe, Chef Mickey's, Citrico's, Crystal Palace, Flying Fish Cafe, The Garden Grill, Hollywood and Vine, Gico, Le Cellier, Narcusi's, Ohana, Tusker House, and the Brown Derby, Victorian Alberts, and Yachtsman. So you have to give them a credit card when you make the reservation. Um, there's a $10 per person fee if you don't cancel within the, um, the period. Some of them are 24, some of them are 48 hours. So hopefully this will open up some of the... I think it's brilliant. I think, that, I think that uh, cancellation fee should be higher. No, really? I agree with you. $10 per person? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And there's already people on there going, well, geez, if I get a prepaid card and I can do this. And it's like, people, have you not figured out that when you think there's a loophole, Disney's two steps ahead of you. And the minute they see people doing that, they're going to change their policy. So just, you know, all you people that that book three and four reservations for like the same time, you know. It's the no call, no shows, the ones that have created this. This might... I hope this makes uh, availability better. Mm-hmm. I also hope it uh, makes room for walk-ups, things like that. I, I just think it's a great idea. I think there's abuse in this system. And I think it's important that that abuse stop. Do you think that Disney has created the opportunity for abuse by making it so you have to make your decision 180 days in advance yes. if you want to eat anywhere? Yes. Mm. I, I think they've sold us. I think they've created that culture. Mm. I think they have t- taught us that you have to know six months in advance where you want to have dinner. That's like right now. You have to know where you want to have dinner in April. And that those threads always get really nasty when somebody who lives locally goes, well, you know, I don't know what my plans are going to be. And they're like, well, then, you know, you get to go whenever you want. But don't you, you find it here? That, you know, all of a sudden something comes up and you go, hey, I'd like to go get a reservation. And you can't because they're all booked. It would be nice if they had walk-ups or that you had the ability a couple weeks ahead of time to make a reservation. I think what really bothers me is not so much the whole there might not be a reservation. It bothers me that when we go to a restaurant and you have to, and they say there's no availability and half the tables are empty. Right. Yeah, we have I a know. classic story. We decided one this was many a couple of years ago. I was going to say many years ago. It was a couple of years ago. We decided it was before Spoodles changed over to Cuisina. And we decided to go to Spoodles for lunch and I called up to see if we could get a reservation for that day and I was told there was no reservations for the rest of the day. And I thought, well, that can't be right. So we drove, we decided, well, we'll just drive over and see. And if it's full, we'll go someplace else. We walked in, and we were the only people in the restaurant. There mm. might have been one other table. And I said, well, why did, you t- why did the reservation center? She said, well, what happened is it rained that day. So people just decided they didn't want to walk to the boardwalk. So the whole restaurant, except for maybe one or two other tables, was empty. But reservations was telling people it was full. You, get, you got a table, though. They were thrilled to see us. We've gotten to the point that if we're in the park now, we just walk up to the different restaurants mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't trust the reservation system when they say it's full. It's like, well, I'll just go over and see. I might have to wait an hour. Well, that's another thing that Disney's done. Disney's taught us, Disney teaches you to be creative. Finding a table for two is sometimes impossible. I've told people, ask for a table for three. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't know why, but I don't think that's as bad as making multiple reservations because you are going to keep it. And right. I, if you walk into any restaurant in the country and there's a table for four available and you're a party of two, you're going to be sat at that table of four. It's it just it's ridiculous that Disney sees the opportunity to tell you a party of two that, no, you can't have a table because a party of four might show up. I, I, in my opinion, that's Disney's wrong. The one that is especially bad with that is the wishes dessert party 
that if you ask for like one or two, you can't get it. But if you ask for three, you can. And it's like, why? Well, this that's is not even tables, right? Isn't that mostly standing? I mean, no, a, no, there's tables. There's tables. Now, this is going to change that, too, because if you make a reservation for three and two people show up, you're going to pay $10 for that extra seat. Oh, I thought about that. Yeah. So it's Really? They'll, it'll be that strict? They're going to charge you per person who doesn't show. So if you have a, if someone in your party gets sick right before the you're reservation, you're still going to pay $10. Bucks. Pay for the well, I'm, I'm you sure. know, I have a feeling that Disney is going to is not going to be able to get away with being that strict with this. I don't think... They're interested in the ten dollars. I think, right. and I mentioned this on the solo show I did last week. I don't think they're interested in the ten bucks. I think they're interested in discouraging people right. from making seven reservations at different restaurants for the same time on the same night because they don't know where they're going to be. That's what they're trying to do here. So even if they cut that by half, it's an incredibly successful move. You're going to see that person in the park with their color coded paint chart. On their cell phones in the park, canceling their reservations because they've still made seven reservations. They're just being going to—they're going to get more and more uh, organized about making sure that you know they cancel them. However, what that's going to do is that's going to open those tables for walk-ups and same-day reservations. Right. And what? How far in advance is the cancellation policy? It depends. Twenty-four so, hours, right? Yeah, twenty-four, forty-eight for, on some of them. Yeah. So you're already on vacation when you decide, and they also what you're going to cancel. They also now have a special phone number for cancellations, which is 407-WDW-CNCL. But when you call it, because I called it just because I was curious, it, it rings to the regular dining line. Single? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why didn't they just let you leave a message or something? But no, you talk to a cast member. So They want to shame you for canceling. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Really? You're canceling? And I'm sure, I said, like Pete's saying, that... You know Disney's very accommodating a lot of the time. But I think they have to have like a tough stance starting out or people are going to go like, oh, but you know, I was stuck on a bus for two hours. Or, well, you know, someone you've... already posted on our board that she's going to have a sick kid every time she doesn't want to go. Yeah. Yeah, and what they need to know is that Disney's reading that. Right. So, right. you know. That's what I said. As soon as you think you've got the loophole, Disney's two steps But ahead sometimes there is a sick kid and a parent would yeah. have to stay in the room with You know them. something? That happens. Telling people I'm going to have a sick kid yeah, when I don't want to keep crazy. my reservation. It's all about Just take me. it out on the kid the next day. <laughs> you cost me $10. Take it out of their allowance. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for that, Kathy. Thanks, everybody. That will do it for Rapid Fire. And that will do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another episode of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay out of the damn links.